How many know there's a war going on? Hallelujah. Anybody believe in spiritual warfare? There's a war going on, and it's not fought with bullets and guns. Amen. But God is looking for some uh, soldiers. And the soldiers in the house. Let me see the hands of all the soldiers up in the house. Come on, Sister Nikki. We're going to find out where the soldiers are tonight. Hallelujah. Let me see all the soldiers salute. <laughs> Come on, put your hands together for Sister Nikki.
guys this morning. I'm having um <clears throat> a little bit of a problem with my throat this morning. Well, I sure hope I can that you can hear me and I can uh, abide and rebuke this witchcraft. I did not know that uh, uh, Pastor Michael sent me some information about the Chinese and the witchcraft. <clears throat> I think I sent it to Jessica to send it to you, send you a copy. But um, um, there's a, a, witchcraft, a witchcraft attack coming from China. It has a lot to do with um, them closing up all their churches and launching other witchcraft attacks around the world. Bear with me this morning. Uh, um, Father God, I thank you. And I praise you and honor you. I magnify you and lift you up. If anybody else is having a problem with your throat, I'm getting ready to pray for mine. Okay. In the name of Jesus, I renounce every attack and assignment sent to my throat by any spirit, <clears throat> human, living or dead. And in the name of Jesus, I command you to get off my throat. Loose the throat. Go off my throat. Loose my throat right now. I think it's coming under um, deaf and dumb. I renounce the deaf and dumb spirit. Go! Get out my throat. Get out my ears. Deaf and dumb will try to block you. It'll try to jam up your ear. It'll try to mess up your throat so you can't talk. And naturally, it'd be, it'd be shooting for your mind. I break the power of all double-mindedness of two minds. Go! See, brothers and sisters, one of those other books I had written was you got to be fully persuaded. We started on it, but I just took it to the back. <clears throat> fully persuaded. Loose the ears. Loose the ears. Cannot. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. God gave me a message. And I got a testimony. Yesterday, I received so many testimonies from headliners that weren't even here. That God manifested his power and his glory in their lives where they were. <clears throat> Get off my throat. I'm going to deal with this thing. Um, I got some, some bad news yesterday. Um, I guess most of you know I belong to the International Society of Deliverance Ministers. And I was a part of the International Spiritual Warfare team, but I took myself off for a while. 
But anyway, yesterday, Bill Sudas goes all the way back to the Brownsville revival died of COVID. He contracted COVID pneumonia. His wife said that he ran some schools without masks. And um, he ran the schools on one week, no mass, no no social distancing. And this morning he's with Jesus. I pray. You see, brothers and sisters, the Bible says you have to obey the laws of the land, even if they, even if. You know you don't need a mask or you feel like you don't. The Bible says you should obey the laws of the land. Now, I can say directly, this man is dead. And, and I mean, he got, he got the, well, he had because he didn't have it now. but he's only in his uh, 50s. Don't let the devil trick you. Whatever you do, don't let the devil trick you. Obey the laws of the land. It, it might be well with you. You want it to be well with you. And see what I didn't tell y'all all, um, when we did the shut-in, we did social distancing, and we had masks on. I didn't even think about it. I just, I just knew because I keep them at the door. I keep them at the front door and the side door of the church. So if you come in here and you don't have one, you can just pick one up and put it on. See, I'm not going out here by no devil named COVID-19 just because I wouldn't obey the laws of the land. And I, I'm not smart enough, and I don't know enough about it. But I know I know prayer changes things. So I prayed. I prayed about this COVID. I declared my enemy. And then I get a call, like I got. And he he, he was only in the hospital three days and dead. Don't work. Cause see now that looked like stubborn and rebelliousness took him out. Brothers and sisters, obey the laws of the land that you might be blessed. And the other thing is, we didn't do anything with the media thing because at first they would not identify themselves. And you know, when we when we had that prayer meeting, God had said, covert. And so I talked with um, Jennifer and Angela, and we decided to wait. Well, I didn't get the answer until around 11 o'clock last night. I used to receive this offering 
every every month this offering would show up and it would always say anonymous. But the Lord didn't tell me not to use it. And during that time, I really, really, really needed it. It was from a writer and producer of Showtime. When I did, I did a segment on Showtime that was crazy. Oh, I lost a lot of friends behind that too. I did it under Penn and Teller. And you know that they are atheists. You do know that, right? And one of them is a Satanist. I think he might not be anymore since he got married and had a baby. Uh, Pin, Pin Gillette, whatever his name is. Well, um, Jennifer and Angela, when I did that show, I did a, I did a, segment in the church and I said in that segment I see spirit and one of the producers was there in Alabama at a little church called Weeping Mary Baptist Church under a tree the church is built on the land that under a tree is where the slaves used to meet and have church when they that's all they could do. It's way back in the woods. If you didn't know how to get there, you'll never find it. And the pastor is one of my spiritual sons. He's also a singer. And this producer, when I said I see spirit, God gave her the ability to write a show called the ghost whisperer, ghost whisperer, and she got the inspiration to write that show for me doing that thing when they were trying to debunk Exorcist on Showtime, Penn and Teller, and she said she's the one that had been sending me those anonymous offerings all this time. And she wants to come back and do a story, I mean, a a follow-up story on this ministry, me. And she wants, and what caught her attention was um, Angela. And she said the Lord had told her to tune in to the deadline. And she said she'd been following the deadline ever since then. But she just always just sent a, a, a donation anonymously. Praise God. So they they really are okay. And I'm and they really gonna do. She's gonna do a story as a follow up story to a story she did on me. Gosh, twenty years ago maybe. Has it been twenty years? I gotta ask Brother Joe. 15 years, Jose said. A story she did on me 15 years ago. And so I asked her just one thing. I said, can we wait until after the election because I don't want to do anything that would bring any kind of 
craziness to the president, um, um, to the election day. So that's who the media people are, and they can come right there, and I could meet them there in Massachusetts. Um, and she said, that, anyway, that's who it is. All right. She didn't want to identify herself. She didn't even want me to know that she had been sending me offerings for 15 years. <laughs> Ain't God something? God is awesome. God is awesome. Praise God. So that's who that is. And so that's that's going to be good. And um, it's going to be on Showtime again. Because she's still a writer and producer for Showtime TV. I asked her this time, could I get paid, you think? Can we get paid? She said, I'll look into it. <laughs> oh, boy. God bless you. You don't even know how he's blessing you. This morning, I got a testimony for you. I told you. All day long, all evening, I got testimonies from from headliners that God just, when we did that, there was a tremendous breakthrough. I got the mic open at 9235. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you, and all of, all of Tedline can hear you. Great. Good morning, Tedline. Are you ready for me to go forth with my testimony, Dr. Erica? Yes, I am. Okay, great. Um, I ministered on Sunday morning, and whenever I have to minister... Um, hey, can you just tell them one thing? Be- you don't have to, hold on. Can you just tell them one thing? You don't have to tell them your name, but I do want you okay. to tell them that you are a pastor's wife, but even before then, you were a minister. You're a minister. Yes, I am yes, a pastor's wife, and, and I am a minister, yes. And um, the Lord has had me on a fast uh, for as long as I can remember, and especially um, before I minister, I I have to fast and prepare myself to minister. So um, I had uh, Jessica and asked her to text Dr. Erica and have them to cover me in prayer. As I I prepare to speak on Sunday morning Because I know that whenever I stand to speak There are always uh, hindrances And just spirits coming against the word of God But I have learned every day now To put on my armor I have learned to pray Um, As I was studying and preparing I heard the Lord say uncharted territories Because in my prayer I had asked the Lord to bless me with signs and wonders to follow um, uh, the teaching of his word. So um, when I got to church on Sunday, I was sitting in Sunday school, um, just listening to the Sunday school lesson, and my pastor, who is my husband, a pastor came to me and said, I got a call from one of the elders who was not able to be here this morning, but he had a dream that we should have uh, a healing and deliverance service. Now, this is the first time 
the first time a message like that has ever come to me. And I said, I said, well, let me sit here and pray because I know that I have a, the, the covering that I, that's over me is a healing and deliverance ministry, and I'm speaking of the TED line. So I just continue to pray. I just continue to pray. I just continue to pray. My main prayer is always, Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And as you lead me, as you guide me, I will be obedient. So uh, during the time of praising, I, I went in before church and I, and I uh, prayed. And I just knelt down and, and prayed to the Lord. And then service starts. So there's a prayer time between Sunday school and uh, Sunday service. Well, I prayed, and then praise and worship went forth. And um, people of God, it was it was just amazing. I'm not able to sit in service every Sunday, but it's one thing that I have come to realize, and I'm being very sensitive about, and that is the move of the Holy Spirit in my life. So I was sitting in service and was, um, and I'm really careful even now about being drawn into praise and worship. I'm very careful. And so as I was sitting there listening and staying prayerful, even during the time of praise and worship, we got uh, the spirit of the Lord began to fall in the house. And it was just a thick presence of God in the house. And it was moved upon me. I heard the Holy Spirit say, this is a time for healing and deliverance. I get out of my seat. I go up into, I go up into the pulpit. And I just, I just lightly touch the person that was leading praise and worship. And I just told her, continue on in praise and worship. Continue on. And then I went forth with uh, what thus says the Lord, that this was a time for those uh, during this time of praise and worship, the Spirit of the Lord is here, and this is a time for healing and for deliverance. So for everyone who believes and have faith and do not doubt, stand, lift your hands up to the Lord and and ask him for what you stand in need of. And they stood, and they lifted their hands up to the Lord. And as they stood, the Lord had me to look out, and I was continuing to speak faith. Uh, the word of the Lord says, if you have faith the size of a, of a mustard seed. I said, some of us have mountains in our lives. We can speak to those mountains, and they shall be removed in the name of Jesus. But you have to believe, have faith, and do not doubt. And so, and then there were those that did not stand, but the Holy Spirit let me know that they did not have faith. The Holy Spirit let me know that they had need, but they did not have faith to believe. And it really burdened my spirit. So, and then, uh, people of God, this is an amazing, <laughs> this was amazing. Well, I'm going to back up just a little bit because during my time of prayer before service, it's like I heard Dr. Erica's voice say, ask the people to stand. 
and lift up their hands and ask God for what they need. Now, mind you, I had had a conversation with Dr. Erica uh, a month or maybe two months ago, and she had said, when you minister, um, ask the people to stand and uh, ask God for what they need. But during that particular time when I ministered, the Holy Spirit, because I'm always praying, I'm always praying, but I was never led to, I, I wasn't led by the Holy Spirit to do that. But while I was praying this particular Sunday, I heard her voice so clearly. And that was confirmation. It was like God was giving me confirmation, confirmation. And then when the Holy Spirit spoke, I said, it was just an amazing time in the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord fell. And it was just uh, it was just amazing to see the power of God <laughs> manifest uh, the way it did and, um, and the people's needs be met. But when I woke up Monday, uh, on yesterday morning, I was still praying. The Holy Spirit put it in my in my spirit to continue to pray for those that had lifted up their hands and um, that they would receive what they needed and their um, what they needed and their deliverance from the Lord. So I'm continuing to intercede for them. But as I was sitting down, the Holy Spirit said, "You uh, called Dr. Erica." So I immediately, I said, okay. So I called out to Erica, and I know what, um, and I just shared with her what I just shared with the TED line. And while I was talking to her, the Holy Spirit said, what is on the head is what flows downward into the body. And it just blessed my soul, people of God, um, to have the power of God. Uh, manifest itself the way it did in the house of God on um, on Sunday. It was a testimony that I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to share with you this morning. And uh, God bless all of you. Wait, wait. I just wonder what these young okay. church they need to know that what denomination. Or is your church the denomination? Well, so let me say this. We came out of a Baptist mindset, and the Lord led us into, and we, but we're no longer Baptist. We are non-denominational now. Let me tell you what my mama said. My mama said, I was Baptist born, I was Baptist raised. And when I ba- die, I'll be Baptist dead. You don't never get rid of that. <laughs> but, but I mean, it was in the Baptist church I learned how to pray. It was in the Baptist church I learned about Jesus, but not about intimate with Jesus. I learned about God. I learned about God. So it was my Baptist foundation that brought me into wow. my Baptist religious foundation that brought me into an intimate relationship that enabled me to know the Lord Jesus for myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I'm just I'm just thrilled. I'm asking God 
could really work on your Baptist husband, Pastor. <laughs> well, you know, um, then one of the conversations that I don't mind sharing with you is that I was, I can remember, remember just being in the Word, studying the words, and and um, I came across speaking in tongues. And I asked my husband, I said, well, and this was during the time we were, were um, yeah, I just, we had just got together and um, he was pastoring when I married him. And I was reading about speaking in tongues and I asked him, I said, well, suppose I started speaking in tongues uh, while in, in service. And he said to me, he said, I would have to put you out of church. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, so after we, after I, but I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord because I wanted more, and I was hungry for more. And I continued to seek the Lord, and and I never forget the the uh, it was a morning that I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit with fire and the evidence of speaking in tongues, and it was just amazing. It was amazing. And um, and I started speaking in tongues, but I respected, you know, the fact that he didn't want me to speak in tongues, but under the Baptist heading. But and and I had to um, learn how to not speak in church. But sometimes now it just goes forth out of more than um, out of out of the elders and and um, and out of others in the house of God. So I'm excited and I'm thankful for. Uh, what the Lord is doing in the house, because I see a mighty hand of God at work in the yes. house of God. Yes. Thank you, my sister. I appreciate that. I wonder if God I bless you, Dr. Erica. Oh, you know what? When I hear testimony like you called me with yesterday, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Because of you and Ted Liner, like you, I'm blessed. You hear me? I'm blessed. Thank you, Dr. Erica. Well, that, that's a two-edged sword because my life has changed spiritually. Um, I, used to be a, I used to be so filled with fear. But um, being under your covering, Getting in the word, just seeking God more and more and more. Mm. There's been great deliverances that have taken place in my life. Strongholds have just uh, been broken off of my life. I can see clearer, getting a greater revelation of the word of God. Uh, It's just... uh, I I can sum it up in these few words. I am free. Amen. Amen. Important thing is 
you must learn how to receive. I mean, I'm just, uh, I could go off on that for hours, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, let me see if, if I can get Minister Hattie to, to share that testimony she sent me yesterday. You don't, I don't, you didn't give me no name. You don't have to get no name. But you need to give that testimony. You need to call over here to Blog Talk and press one. Just to put the Blog Talk number up, please. Brothers and sisters, I got a message for you. Just finished printing it out. It's coming from, it started in a conversation. It started in a conversation. Somebody asked me, they said, you know, Erica, you said that my son and his wife were going to have a baby in 13 months. He said it's 14 months now, and they don't have one. So I thought to myself, he said, what happened? And I said, I don't know. I probably didn't say anything. I probably just thought, and I probably just could do what I did. I took it to God, and I'm going to share with everybody the answer God gave me. Because I said it, I said within 13 months, your son and his wife will have a baby. I said, it's 14 months. What happened? Well, number one, it caught me by surprise. It, it it literally caught me by surprise because I'm doing so much. But this is the answer God gave me. Go to Acts chapter 28, verse 15 through 19. What's that? Acts 28, verse 15 through, through 29. And from thence, when the brethren heard of us, they came to meet us as far as Appia Forum and the three taverns. When Paul saw, he thanked God and took courage. And when we came to Rome, the centurion delivered the prisoners to the captain of the guard. But Paul was suffered to dwell by himself with a soldier that kept him. And it came to pass that after three days, Paul called the chief of the Jews together. And when they were come together, he said unto them, men and brethren, though I have committed nothing against the people or customs of our fathers, yet was I delivered prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans who when they had examined me would have let me go because there was no cause of death in me. But when the Jews spake against it, I was constrained to appeal unto Caesar. Not that I had ought to accuse my nation of. For this cause, therefore, have I called for you to see you and to speak with you. Because that for the hope of Israel 
I am bound with this chain. And they said unto him, We neither receive letters out of Judea concerning thee, neither any of the brethren that came showed or spake any harm of thee. But we desire to hear of thee what thou thinkest. For as concerning this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against. And when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets, from morning till evening. This is verse 24. Post this. Post this in the chat room. And some believed the things which were spoken, and some believed not. And when they agreed not among themselves, they departed. After that, Paul had spoken one word, well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers, go unto this people and say, hearing ye shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see and not perceive. For the heart of this people is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their hearts, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Be it known therefore unto you, that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles and they that will hear it. And when he had said these words, the Jews departed and had great reasoning among themselves. <clears throat> Jesus has obtained a more excellent ministry for us, brothers and sisters, found in Hebrews chapter 2 <coughs> verse 11 to 14 for both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren saying I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God hath given me. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, 
that through death he might destroy him that has the power of death, that is the devil. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, <clears throat> his son, cleanses us from all sin. Brothers and sisters, the apostle John is not writing to sinners here. Did you hear what I said? John did not write this verse to sinners. It belongs to Christians. John did not write this to the world. John wrote this to the church. If we walk in the light, sinners are not walking in the light. That is why sinners need to come to Jesus, be born again, and get in the light. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with God. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have the ability, hear me, hear me, we have the ability and the power, but God didn't say and, he said we have the ability, power, that is contained in the blood of Jesus. The Holy Spirit said, under the law, no, uh, you see, under the Old Testament law, the blood of innocent animals was shed. They were a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ was referred to as the Lamb of God. However, the blood of these sacrificial animals only covered the people's sins. That is why the Jews had to repeat these sacrifices repeatedly at particular intervals. Brothers and sisters, the Holy Ghost said the new covenant is so much better That's the old covenant. Oh, Dan. Got a typo. The new covenant is so much better than the old. <clears throat> because under this new covenant, Jesus has washed us with his blood. Jesus has cleansed us from all sin in his own blood. Jesus' blood has power and ability. 1 Peter 1, 18, 19. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, without blemish and without spot. First John 1 and 7. 
But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Holy Ghost said, Jesus' blood has redeeming power, ability. Hebrews 9.22. And almost all things are by the law, purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. Hebrews 8.7-9. For if that first covenant, for if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. For finding fault with them, he said, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt because they continued not in my covenant and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. Hebrews 7, 25 and 27, wherefore, he is also, wherefore he is able also, save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such a high priest <clears throat> became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needed not daily, as those high priests, to offer up sacrifice for his own sins, and then for the people. For this he did once, talk about Jesus, when he offered up himself, and having four principalities and powers, He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. The Lord is slow to anger. This is Nahum 1 and 3. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind and in the storm. And the clouds are the dust of his feet. Matthew 24, 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me 
in heaven and in earth. Matthew 10 and 1. And when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. The message is contained in that word. And I understand it. All power is given unto Jesus Christ. But you must believe for yourself. Grandpa can't get it for you. Grandma can't get it for you. Your mama can't get it for you. Your daddy can't get it for you. And the prophet can't get it for you unless you come alongside them with just a mustard seed of faith, not a baby, because you think the baby is going to heal the wounding in the marriage. Maybe it will, but God wants you to come to him. God wants you to reproduce for him on this earth. And it sure does help if he knows that baby has been or will be offered up to him on his green earth according to his power. The answer to that person is contained in those words. And it was the answer to me. God is sovereign Lord. There is power in our words. But the power is Jesus. And he can do whatever he chooses to do. But he loves to do it and wants to do it. But he wants you to come into agreement with him and be able to receive it. Not wanting to use a baby, but wanting to use God to bring the baby and the baby be set apart to him. Read the scripture. If we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with God through Jesus by the power of his own Holy Spirit. I'm still talking to God about this. I know this. There is ability power. <clears throat> power ability, whichever way. Through the blood of Jesus. Have they, have you, have we applied the blood of Jesus to everything? 
ourselves as well. Some things do the blood. One of my favorite scriptures is Ezekiel. When thou wast polluted in thy blood, I say live. I say live. Live! Jesus has power and ability, brothers and sisters. Some believe and some believe not. Donna, this is you, 0159-0159. Yes. Your mic is open. Good morning, Ted Line. Good morning, Dr. Erica. Good morning. Uh, I just wanted to tell a couple of quick testimonies. Um, Georgia for the prayer from where? And, um, from, where? from California <laughs> from California <laughs> we, we traveled a little distance just a little bit and uh, it was amazing and I gave a testimony before but I got two testimonies on the way home that were amazing um, my daughter told me that number one uh, when we were praying about Donald Trump she said the Lord convicted her she said that um, uh, she 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 saw us praying, and she said, I, I couldn't figure out why you guys kept praying about Donald Trump. And she said, then the Lord began to speak to her and started to tell her that she was having essentially not a good heart towards, you know, Donald Trump, and that she wasn't realizing that he's a man like any person. And even if he's done wrong or something, she's done wrong, and that God has forgiven her so that 
there's no reason to judge him in that harshly of a way. And she said, also, God was speaking to her during the, during the, the certain sermon and ceremony, uh, a prayer that uh, she, um, the I, people were wishing harm against him was not of God. Mm-hmm. And that she too had spoke against him and God had convicted her and corrected her during that prayer. And she repented to God about it. She didn't tell me anything about it until the end. And I said, wow, all this was going on. She said, yeah, God was dealing with her. So wow. um, I, it was amazing because I did not expect that at all. Um, and also one more amazing testimony um, that happened was when Dr. Erica at some point when I was doing a prayer in the front um, said the Shriners came to mind and you said that and and everyone was trying to figure it out and then I said wait a minute I said I had just seen a family member um, that lives with the same daughter with kind of that Shriners hat on going to some kind of ceremony like that. And I don't want to say names because he's going to get saved and delivered. He'll probably be listening one day. But anyway, uh, she, uh, she explained to me that she really does believe that Dr. Erica had heard from God and that that situation pertained to her because he had just got involved in that whole Moors or something religion and, uh, and was, and and two things. Number one, the exact same day that we were going to the prayer meeting in Dalton, Georgia, she got attacked spiritually and verbally by that individual. <clears throat> and so the attack that we were praying down had happened to her. Wow. <laughs> Look at Jesus. And, <laughs> crazy Jesus. And so she was like, and I, she said, I felt it. And she said, I knew that it was more than a a kind of a verbal attack. She said, I felt the attack come against me. And she said, and and it happened um, right before, apparently I had came to pick her up to take her to the airport. And only by happenstance did I get to see him in that garb. So I was able to connect the dots when Dr. Erica said that because I had saw him. I've never seen him doing, you know, be a part of this organization, whatever. I've never seen it before. But that same day was the day he attacked her. And um, and and in um, in a verbal way, but it also was a spiritual attack. And she said, she said, you know what? Our spirits just didn't agree. And I kept feeling like there's a, you know a lion spirit going on with them, and our spirits just don't agree. And I said, that's what you're gonna have to be very you know uh, strong with it because you because she she hears from God, but she's very shy with it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, believe that really. And she said, I really believe. She said because I know that was my that was speaking to me. Because that situation, little did you know, had happened the same exact day that I was coming here and I got attacked. Wow. So that praying that spirit down was a major, amazing thing for her specifically come and coming uh, to the ministry and, 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 and agreeing to, to pray with us during the shut-in. So I just want to praise and glorify the name of the Lord for the word of the Lord, the prayer, and for the way that God chose to work on her heart in a way I didn't even know that would even go down, but it happened and it was amazing. And she was able to repent and get closer to God. Yes. Oh, you know, the above, you know, can't nobody do you like Jesus for real, for real, for real. real. Let's go. We just go celebrate Jesus. 